Linda Fields here. Welcome to my show where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. Now, here's why you want to listen. I'm a preacher's daughter who went from wearing hand-me-downs to giving people a hand up in life and in business. As a woman, a wife, a mom, and a glass ceiling smasher, business owner, dream resurrector, and coffee aficionado, I love working with men and women like you, from the boardroom to the classroom. I've met with adversity, met with success, and overcome a few obstacles along the way. I've learned the strangest secrets of how to succeed as one who is a spiritual professional, empowering anyone who wants to fulfill their calling in life. I'm here each week to share the strangest secrets to success with you. So let's get started. And so you've navigated with God through these various seasons of your life. And along the way, you've learned many important lessons about leadership that have become the basis of your message. So let's talk about leadership. What is leadership? Leadership to me is the way you live your life with God when nobody's looking. It's when you navigate the things like I've described to you today, you navigate those in your own life where you understand that you have a CEO in heaven, God as your leader. When you start getting this clear, you find some things out. You find that your leadership doesn't depend on a title or a demonstration of certain things. It actually all begins with how you lead yourself and the way you respond to God when no one's looking. And that's what sets you up to respond well when everybody's looking. It's very interesting that you define leadership that way and you speak about it almost from a personal leadership perspective versus what most people think. So if most people don't think of themselves as a leader or they're not leading others, what are some essential skills for leadership that even a person who doesn't think of themselves as a leader can develop? I think first, it's important to realize we're all leading someone. Just look around. A lot of people who are quick to disqualify themselves, as you say, are thinking, I don't have the title. Well, the truth is your leadership comes from the way you walk and talk and act and live your life in good times and bad. And so it's uh, it's not a job title. It's how you live your life. Now, there's someone watching you. It could be a coworker. It could be a neighbor. It could be a family member. And you are teaching something about leadership with how you live your life. So I feel like one of the first things that's important for a person to be able to even embrace the fact that everyone is a leader to someone would be to simply look around and list the people that are in your sphere of influence. And even though they may not call you the boss or the team leader, by virtue of the fact that you're in their life, that you're in front of them, understand I have leadership responsibility that's going to carry over to others as they watch me even if it's not an official title. Making it something that's within the the view of every single person, I think that understanding is important. The fact that you're looking at how God is leading your own personal life, and we're calling this personal leadership, that is huge. If a person will understand and begin to give attention to and journal about or develop the learning out or 
uh, begin to just embrace the fact that they're a leader to someone and God's helping them, that opens up the door to a whole level of leadership training. That's not any particular degree program or certificate. It is a way of life. So accepting the, the fact that you're a leader, concentrating on your own life as being led by God and what you can learn from it will set you up to be a successful leader to others. There's lots of biblical examples of this. And we think about Elijah and Elisha and the mantle is a powerful example of how this happened. Elisha was plowing in the field. He was doing his, his regular day job that didn't look like leadership to anybody when he got his call. So God knows where you are and God knows your address. And God is equipping us all for greater leadership if we will embrace that reality and begin to, to, I say, pay attention to it. In other words, begin to acknowledge it and say, God, I'm a leader today to someone. Help me model integrity. Help me be true to my word. It's the little things. Help me show up on time. Those little daily things, daily disciplines of life are what real leadership is made of. If a person strikes out first to try to lead a large initiative or a large group without having developed their own personal leadership inventory practices, beliefs, they're not going to get very far because pretty soon that is too much activity to muster up to lead this big group when you don't even have your own internal foundations established. So one of the skills that I would say is important for a person to develop in their personal leadership are the practices of daily life. This is something as simple as how you start a day, how you start a day with God. I I have some things I do at my kitchen table. This is where I start my day with God. And it's with a journal and a Bible, a cup of coffee, a pen, and some music I like in the background. And I commune with God about my day at the kitchen table with a spiral notebook open, asking God, what do you want to highlight today? Who do I need to be aware of today? How can I help uh, lead someone into a better place today? And this is with no respect to job title or formal org charts. I've watched janitors can lead CEOs. The secretary can lead the man in the, the boardroom or the woman in the boardroom to a higher way of thinking. And so if there's a mind shift that is necessary for a person to say, I am a leader to someone, and now, God, let's start with me. What would you teach me? And those two things set a person up to develop the leadership skills that will allow them to lead large numbers of people and to, to do great feats without crashing and burning. So I want to give a little added explanation when I'm talking about that happens at my table. I've come to affectionately call these uh, meetings with my CEO. Uh, you know, back in the day I had uh, some of the different things I've done over the years, I would have meetings with many people at the table that had many skill sets and were awesome in what they did. And uh, it was a real pleasure. And I remember a few years ago saying, Lord, I'd love to have a good meeting like that <laughs> again. And I'd love to have all of these people show up at the table. And I remember just feeling like I had a little invitation from God. It's like he said, well, why don't you meet with me? And uh, I started a practice where, I, in addition to my journaling, I would open up my computer and start an email. And I would put in the subject line, meeting with my CEO. And I didn't know God's email. <laughs> I still don't exactly, so I would email this to myself. But then in the, in the memo, I would just say, God, who, what clients should I reach out today? Lord, who needs a special tool or a special teaching today? 
who just needs a phone call to see how it's going? I would type out the notes and then this would become my working plan for the week. I would do something like that about once a week. And so there's levels of uh, things here. I'm jumping around a little bit, but how you start your day at your table is a big practice that will serve you well in every scope of leadership. How you set the course for a week or a quarter or a month, having a, a meeting with your CEO, that's a practice that will take you a long way. You ever quit meeting with your CEO? I don't care who else you have around the table. Your plans are not going to go very far. And then jumping to the end of a day, I have something I call my sunset devotions. This, this is my special time with God is in the evening in front of a good sunset where I process the day with God again in a journal and looking back over what transpired and what I might need to follow up on the next day. But it's more than a planning meeting. It's a, a time of spiritual insight. It's a time of being thankful for what God's done in the day. And it's a time of getting new insights for uh, how you're just going to close that day out. And I think some simple practices like this bring an order to very busy, crazy, chaotic lives that, again, level set us on some plane where we're able to do more, hear more from God, be more effective, and actually begin to step into that personal leadership that we're talking about. If you were having a conversation with a person who is ready to step in to more of what God has for them in their life or work, what would be those first steps? What are the two or three things that you would you would coach them around as as a starting point, building on the the framework that you just talked about, how to how to begin a day, how to end a day effectively? If I were starting out with somebody ready to learn about such things and wanting more of what God had for them, I'd start them with a very simple seize the day checklist. And actually, this is something I have available. People can download and it just gives a simple framework for how to start your day. And I would say, take this, do it for 30 days and then email me your big aha moments. What did you learn? What did you love? What was hard for you? What was a stretch? And something as simple as that can begin to get a person in touch with uh, all manner of things that are exciting to think about, seeds of dreams in their heart that uh, come alive again and things of that nature. But also some hard things will pop up. So a second thing I would ask people to do is to do some journaling on some of the things they have encountered as struggles in their life. And as they do that, what I would be coaching them to do through a series of things would be to come to the place where they understand, yes, you've had struggles, you've had fires. Yes, they've shaped your life, but your identity is not wrapped up in your struggle. And so when we talk about finding your why forward, there are levels of things that will help a person step into that place. So it starts with learning how to begin your day each day with God at your table, with this readiness to hear from God, doing a few simple things to clear the deck rather than starting with all your electronics and all of your emails and that cell phone. Get that cell phone away from your bed. I have people unplug actually nine by 9 p.m. the night before. Give yourself some good rest. Wake up ready to hear from God and start with Him. So these are just a few of the things I would encourage people to begin implementing. They're not hard, and they'll make a huge difference in terms of where you're going to be able to hear about your future, 
and the way you're going to be able to think about the things that are important to you that you may have put on the shelf uh, due to a variety of reasons. Thank you so much for investing some time uh, with us today. And just to wrap up our conversation, give us 30 seconds of what you would say to that person who's right at that place where they have a heart for more and they're ready to step forward in their life and work. What would you say to them? I would look at that person. I would say, what are you waiting for? It doesn't get better. It doesn't get easier to to step over that line. And if you've got that yearning in your heart for more, then by all means, jump in with everything you have. You know, I've found that no one else is going to tap you on the shoulder and come tell you how to step into the more of your life. It's a very personal decision. But I'll tell you what, when you do make that decision, there is no looking back. So if you have the yearning for more, go for more. You'll be glad you did. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. We hope you're enjoying listening to The Linda Field Show. If you would like to connect with Linda's message and receive a copy of her book, Find Your Why Forward, visit lindafields.org forward slash books.